I'm Marissa Donnelly, host of the Vulnerability Podcast, a podcast series focused on being vulnerable, being emotional, being deep, and talking about topics that people often shy away from. In this podcast series, you'll see stories of faith, hope, inspiration, darkness, frustration, and everything that really challenges us to speak to our human experience and to do so in shedding our skins and being vulnerable. What does it mean to be enough? I'm not enough. There's not enough time. I don't have enough of myself to be what you need me to be. Have you ever heard those words or maybe even said them yourself? I think as humans we have this word enough so central in our vocabulary, in our thought processes, in our relationships, in everything around us. To be enough is to mean that there is a part of you that is worthy. To be enough in a relationship means that you fill all the needs of your partner and potentially even more. To be enough for work means that you can accomplish what you set out to do with ease and grace. To be enough in every aspect of your life means that there is so much of you that everything is filled and everything is fulfilled and everything is just perfect, right? But the reality of our lives is that we are not perfect. The reality of our lives is that there's so much of us that's going to be inadequate or fall short or you name it. I mean, we're sinful people. We're going to fall down. And yet we hold ourselves to these crazy unreachable standards and then get mad at ourselves when we say we're, quote, not enough. I guess I wanted to talk about the idea of enough in today's podcast because I think it's something we can all relate to. In my personal life lately, I've been driving myself crazy about all the things that I'm, quote, not enough at, not good enough at, not where I need to be. I circle around and around and around telling myself all these negative things instead of walking in the truth or walking in the excitement of what I have done. Do you ever feel like that? Like there's not enough hours in the day and so you're beating yourself up for the time that you wasted or there's not enough time to do what you want to do so you're lashing out at the people around you for not allowing you the space to get those things done. Or maybe it's career-wise Maybe you believe there's so much more that you should be doing and you just haven't reached it. And so you're talking down to yourself saying, oh, I'll never get there. I'll never be good enough. The phrase never be good enough really sits in a painful part of my heart because it's something that I told myself for years when I was younger. And I think we hear it as children, maybe not from the people around us, um, Not necessarily, but we hear it in our own minds. When we see somebody who's better at something, we immediately think, oh, why don't I have that? Why am I not enough? When we fail or fall down, we're conditioned to be upset with ourselves instead of understanding, especially when we're young, that every time we fail is actually a learning moment. It's actually an opportunity. I'll never forget one of my teaching programs in college focused on the idea that every failure is one step closer to success. But we never look at it that way, do we? We think when we failed that it's the end or that it's a negative moment instead of a positive chance that you can simply turn around. I don't know about you, but I don't ever 
even now look at my life and think, oh, I'm proud of my failures. But I'm learning to do that because it's such a transformative belief. Instead of looking at the times that we mess up as catastrophic or as ends, we can see them as beginnings because after we fall, we have to find the pieces and find the courage to stand up and move forward again. And in that, that's a beginning. That's a start. But if we're so focused on the ways that we're not enough, we're never going to see those missed and failed opportunities as new beginnings. We're just going to be so focused on the pieces, on the pile that's laying on the floor, instead of how we can take that pile and rebuild it into something beautiful. The idea of being not enough is everywhere. We hear it in music, we see it on TV, we feel it in our own hearts and our relationships. Think about the last relationship you were in. Guaranteed that either you or the person that you're no longer with, one of you felt like you weren't good enough for the other person. But what if it wasn't like that? What if it wasn't, oh, he wasn't good enough for me, or she was too good for me and I wasn't enough for her, or whatever. What if instead of thinking that way, we turned it around and said, we just weren't right for each other, or this wasn't the relationship we were meant to be in? What if instead of internalizing every little failure, we realized that there's so much good we can learn even in the most painful of moments? Lately, I've just been plagued by the idea of not being enough because I just feel like there's so many things I want to do, and when I can't finish all of them, it feels like I'm letting people down. I don't know if you've experienced that, but the way I get into my head about not being enough is when I focus so much on other people instead of myself. And it isn't a bad thing necessarily to focus on other people, but if you're living your life as a people pleaser, or you're living your life worried so much so about what everybody else is thinking, you can never turn that back to look at yourself and to say, okay, I am doing enough. I am doing what I should be doing. I am just fine. This is something I just really struggle with. Every time I don't post something on Facebook, I feel like I'm letting my followers down. Every time I don't have a podcast posted on time, I quickly think to myself, I'm not good enough. I should just stop. But these are all such self-limiting beliefs, and they only hold me hostage. When I fight back and I say, okay, maybe I haven't posted a podcast in a while. Maybe I haven't been on Facebook. Maybe I haven't engaged with my followers in the way that I want to. Maybe I haven't, you know, written as much content. But I've done X, Y, and Z. I started doing this thing. I started making lists that aren't just to-do lists but lists that are about done lists, lists of accomplishments. And I can hold them side by side to my to-do list and I can say, okay, I didn't get this done, but I got this done. I didn't finish this, but I can cross this off. So I have one list of things that I'm still working on to hopefully inspire me forward and not stress me out too much. But then I have a list right next to it that says done. And I write the accomplishments of the hour, of the day, of the week, And it's just for me. It's just for me so I can sit there and I can look at it and I can say, okay, this is what I've accomplished today. And even if it wasn't what I set out to accomplish, I'm still a worthy person. I still am doing okay. 
And maybe that's what you need too. Maybe you just need a physical, tangible, present reminder of your worthiness. Because I think we get so caught up in this life in the rush. And I'm, I'm queen of that. I love the rush. I love to be busy. I love to have things to do. I love my to-do list and the excitement that comes when I have plenty of things to accomplish or plenty of goals I'm, goals I'm working towards. I love that sense of almost running out of time, that I have a limited amount of space to get things done and it, it pushes me forward. It inspires me and then when I can share that journey with my followers or with my audience or through my writing, it inspires me even more because I think life in general is just so freaking short. And so if we can grab everything that we can, if we can take advantage of the opportunities, if we can jump in with our whole selves, and we'll get to take advantage of every beautiful opportunity that this world offers us. If we stand on the sidelines and wait for the perfect time, wait to have our things together, wait till we feel confident, we'll be waiting forever. And that's what I've done so much in my life. And I even talked about it last um, vulnerability podcast. I said, I talked about the value of just starting and how sometimes we shock ourselves into stillness because we're so worried about what if I didn't do this? What if I'm not ready? What if this isn't good? And so we freeze ourselves. We pause ourselves in place instead of stepping forward and saying, okay, I don't have it all together. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if this is right, but I'm going to try. And there's incredible value in that. I sometimes get so caught up in the not enough, not enough, not enough that I don't give myself a chance. And so something I'm really working on lately is giving myself a chance. I'm not beating myself up because I didn't post on Facebook today or because my podcast is late or because there's parts of my life that are still a mess. I'm giving myself the grace and the room to grow and I want to encourage you to do the same thing. We're all human. Give yourself the grace and the room to grow and the patience. Give yourself the patience. Because you're not going to have it all figured out. And frankly, you're not going to be enough ever for anyone or anything. Because the truth is, we don't even know what enough means. And there's always going to be somebody that looks at you and says, Oh, you're not doing enough or you're not enough of this or you're too much of that. And I know... This is something I've written about so many times, but the truth is we try so hard to be enough and we don't even, we can't even register what enough is because enough changes. It depends on the person. It depends on the relationship. It depends on the situation. And enough, by definition, means having as much as required. But what if there's no set amount? What if there's no right or wrong or even a way to determine what enough is? Or looks like? What if you can't measure worth on a quantitative scale, which, by the way, you can't? So, why are we choosing to define ourselves and our value by a means that we can't even accurately measure or determine? We can't be enough or even know what enough is because it's not an achievable state. And what I mean by that is, we're trying to be enough, but what does enough look like? To my boyfriend, enough might be waking up every morning and being present in him, his and his son's life. Maybe to my boyfriend's son, enough looks like tucking him into bed and giving him a goodnight kiss. But in my own heart, 
I don't feel like I'm doing enough because I'm not being there every second of every day. You know what I mean? It depends on the person. It depends on the situation. We can look at ourselves and critique a thousand ways to Sunday, all the little things that we're not doing or all the small ways we don't measure up. But compared to someone else who might look at us and see something different, enough to them is completely different. To a person of my past, I wasn't enough calm. To someone else, I wasn't enough enough it wasn't assertive enough to someone else I might have been too independent it just it all depends and so if you're feeling like you're not enough I just challenge you to rethink that perspective because if we can't determine what enough is because it's something that changes by person by person it changes within our own hearts it depends on the situation how can we keep measuring ourselves by something that doesn't even make sense enough is not something that you achieve You don't go through a certain amount of obstacles and then walk out on the other side and say, okay, I'm enough now. (laughs) You don't, you know, talk to yourself and read enough self-love and self-help books that all of a sudden you're enough and you can move forward through your days and feel great about yourself. It it doesn't work like that. It's all a part of self-love and it's all a part of acceptance and it's all a learning process. Just like self-love, you don't wake up one day and decide, okay, today I love myself and that's it. Because tomorrow something catastrophic could happen. Tomorrow something small could happen. Tomorrow anything could happen. And your whole self-definition could change. And you have to relearn how to accept the parts of yourselves that are different. Or relearn how to love yourself in a new context, in a new relationship, in a new wherever you are. And that's kind of how I feel about the idea of enough. It's something that's ever-changing. And so rather than thinking, am I enough? Am I too much? Where do I fit? Am I doing enough? Is there enough time? I'm running out of time. Instead of thinking all these crazy things, maybe we should just focus on what we want to be and move towards that goal. And not worry about, have we achieved it? Have we not achieved it? What do we have left? But just taking active steps towards the person that we want to be or towards the goal that we want to achieve. Kind of like the to-do lists and the to-done lists. You know, if we have a list of things that we want to do to push us forward, that's great. But let's also have the done list. Let's also have the list where we can say, okay, I've checked these boxes. I've done my best. I did what I could in the time I had. And I'm okay with that. And it doesn't leave us stagnant. It doesn't make us, you know, pause. It doesn't keep us stuck We're continually moving forward, but we're not holding ourselves to unreachable standards because when we do that, we're never enough and we just, we lose hope, frankly. And I don't know if that's where you are right now. Maybe you've lost hope. Maybe you're frustrated. Maybe you're just in a place where you don't know what the hell you're doing with your life. It's okay to be in that place, but I just want to encourage you that it's not about being enough because worth is inherent. Worth is is within you and you don't have to do anything to be worthy. You don't have to do anything to be enough. You are already enough as you are because you're loved, because God created you. And that simply is enough as it is. When we compare ourselves to these standards of the world, to other people's expectations, to whatever it is, we will constantly fall short because that's not what we were intended to be. 
We aren't intended to live up to somebody else's standards. We aren't intended to be something someone else wants. We aren't intended to be anything other than what we are. And what we are is worthy. So we have to stop comparing and we have to stop thinking that we're not enough or we're too much or whatever it is that plagues you. Let that go and focus on your next step. Focus on your next goal. Focus on the person that you want to become. And even if you're not there yet, it's okay because you're going to move slowly in that direction and you're going to be patient with yourself. And that bottom line is the most important thing. So I come to you today with this podcast and it's late and it's messy and it's done from the inside of my closet. But you know what? It doesn't matter. None of that matters. It doesn't matter that it's late, that it's messy, that it's in a closet and not in a professional studio. None of that matters. What matters is that I'm coming to you with my heart and I'm putting it out there and you're receiving it. And at the end of the day, who freaking cares what our lives look like, if they're messy, if they're put together, if they're on their way, if they're falling short. What matters is that we take active steps towards our goal. And my goal was to share this message with you. And so here I am right now doing it And it's not enough. It's not perfect. But it doesn't matter because the goal was to put it out there. And I'm putting it out there. And you're listening to it right now. And I hope it meets you where you are and reminds you that it's okay to be. It's okay to simply be and to continue to grow and move towards where you want every single day. So be patient. Be sensitive. Be gentle. Be wild. Be whatever you are. But know that who you are is worthy. Okay? Okay. Thanks for listening.